Uh, hi guys, how are we doing today? Hope you're good. Now, we put up a video, uh, sorry, put up a post rather on the stories like a couple of days ago and we asked why or if, or if you know what, why we are called the yellow pill, right? We asked everyone why are we called yellow pill? Do you know why we are called yellow pill? And the responses were interesting and I think reminded us, Toby and I, why maybe this is important, why this video I'm doing now is maybe important because obviously I think at the point where we grew as a podcast, we probably had new audiences, new faces, new listeners, and maybe never one knows the backstory properly, right? So I thought I'd do a, uh, a video like this to kind of explain the name and probably just shed light on the fact that that name is not a random name of any sort. Um, so Toby and I began this podcast. So some of you may have heard this story many times, and apologies, but for those who haven't, I'll just say it again very quickly. We began this podcast very, very organically. We, were, we didn't plan it. I'm Toby and I have been friends for ages, um, but even before we started talking again for the podcast, we spoke maybe like twice a year. So it was very, very sporadic, our conversations. And I think when lockdown hit in April, um, if you guys remember, there was a period where everyone was doing Instagram lives, right? Everyone was going on live here and there. So I think we were chatting about a post that I shared or he shared. And then we're like, oh, let's do a live. This was April 2020. We're like, oh, let's do a live and everything. Oh, I think I said that. And he was like, yeah, sure. But I said, let's do something serious, like something, something serious, not just banter, banter, banter. Um, and he agreed. And then we did that first live and people, people liked it. And people said, we should come back again next week. That happened. And next week happened again. And I think it was on maybe the fifth or fourth week that somebody asked us if we recorded the live we did on Instagram. And they were like, boop, ding dong, podcast. But then we called it 20s Convos, which was just like a hashtag we used at that point. And I think even when we began the podcast and we did it in seasons, I think we first did season one and two. The name just, the name just did not really, 20s Convos just did not really hit. Because I think what we began to talk about in the podcast became evidently things that bothered us as growing adults, things that were like existential, things that were deep, things that were, you know, not just like everyday banter, which everyday banter is quite all right, but the things we t- tended to lean towards were not like everyday banter stuff. So the name 20s Convos began to just depreciate in my head as a, represent- a representation of who we are on the podcast. So I think we started to think about what we could do about the name over time, over time, over time. And we had different ideas. He brought up ideas, I brought up ideas. Some were shit, some were, some were okay, but Toby had to explain them. I had to explain them and we agreed that, nah. So I think one day we just said, I, th- I, think, I think one day we're talking about The Matrix, something like that, which was one of the movies that influenced, I mean, my own upbringing as a millennial anyway, in the 90s kid. If you're a 90s kid, you probably love The Matrix because the action was sublime. There were some new moves we were seeing, some new cinematography. Matrix was just a very influential movie at the time. And then I remember watching The Matrix again during lockdown. And then when I watched it again, I learned some new things in there. And I told Toby, like, oh, you know, this, this movie is actually more, is, this movie is actually deeper than the action. The movie actually represents an ancient philosophical idea of Plato, which I'll get to in a second. And then I told him about what we call the podcast, the Yellow Peel Podcast, and I explained why. 
And he explained, I mean, when I explained why, he also saw it and he also gave even more explanations on why that name even works. So now let me give, let me now give you guys what the name actually means. So obviously, if you've seen The Matrix, The Matrix is a movie about systems and robots taking over the world and some people um, who are, uh, what do you call, mafiosis people, whatever, are those who are living in the real world. And then they argue that everyone else who were like Neo at the start were living in a simulation controlled by the robots, which we saw at the end, they were all in pods. And that idea itself of Morpheus offering Neo from The Matrix, part one, the red and the blue pill stems from an ancient idea from Plato's theory or which or theory, Plato's allegory instead, which he referred to allegory of the cave. Now, allegory is just a word that stands for metaphor, but it's a metaphor, it's a real story. That's allegory. And in the matrix, the blue and the red pill had different representations. So the blue pill was representing simplistically a an ignorant, blissful life, right? Which was what Morpheus claimed everyone was on. And the red pill was what Morpheus claimed to be a pill that would open your eyes up to the harsh reality, right? Now, this idea actually stems from, let me take us back a bit, actually stems from the allegory of the cave, as I said. And this allegory of the cave, Plato talks about, you know, how we human beings go about belief and knowledge. Now, hang on a minute. I'm just, I know this sounds a bit abstract, but I need you guys to understand this before I can explain the name. And in the idea of this uh, video, or the, rather, this allegory, rather, and Plato talks about how there's a cave, right? And the cave has prisoners in there. And the prisoners are chained up on their feet and they've done, they've chained up all their lives, right? And behind them is a fire burning. And in between them and the fire is like a raised walkway, right? So what that means is that on that raised walkway, there's people walking on, the people in the real world walking every day, going about their stuff, carrying dogs, carrying food, people just doing stuff, right? But the prisoners backing the fire and backing the, they can walk, the, the, the walkway can only see shadows all their lives in front of them. And the shadows for them was their own reality. Right, that's all they could see. And for them, that was still amazing because they could see moving, the shadows that were moving, right? And then one day, a prisoner breaks out of the cave and goes into the real world, just escapes the cave and sees that actually that cave they were in is actually not a reality, but actually it's a bigger reality of natural sciences, human beings, animals, trees, you have it, the world we live in today. And he's surprised, obviously. He or she is surprised, obviously, and comes back to the cave to tell the other prisoners, I'm like, yo, guys, actually, there's a world out there that has X, Y, Z. And these shadows are only representations, only, they are only our perception of that world, but not the actual world. But then they're like, mate, like, hell no, we're not living here. Like, we are staying here. We are staying put. These shadows, this, we are fine with this reality. That sounds scary. I don't want to believe that. Right, I don't want to believe that is the reality. I think what I'm looking at in front of me is fine. And obviously, the prisoner who escaped cannot convince those who are there, and he goes back out. And this is where the allegory of the cave slash matrix idea comes in, where the cave itself represents, you know, people's perceptions 
that we all have that we can get through our normal senses, right? Things you can see, touch, smell, just, just stuff, right? That we can that we just, we just perceive with our five senses. But then the bigger world represents the actual reality of things that are beyond our senses, things that are beyond our perception, but are still empirically valid, right? And the idea is that some of us, some people, would rather, would rather, and naturally so, stay in the comfort of that blissful ignorance of what they can see, or what they've been learned, or what they've been told, or what they've learned through their, throughout their lives. While some people are okay with taking that brave step to go out into the world and learn truths and realities that may be harsh, that, may, that might even be unsettling because you might get out there and still even fall. So it's not guarantee of safety going out there, but it's the actual reality. And the blissful ignorance, which is staying in the cave, according to the Matrix, is the blue pill. And the harsh reality of learning life lessons that might, that might bring to your downfall or elevate you, but still represent reality, is the red pill. And this was where the yellow pill came from, because when we had this understanding of this story, this ancient idea, it felt so real because I think we're also going through a point in COVID where everything was just so heightened, like the COVID, Jed Floyd, and everything in Nigeria back home, our own lives as well. Things were just happening so fast that we're just wondering what is going on. Like, I'm trying to figure out my life on my local level. And then this world is just happening so fast around me. Like, I'm trying to figure out things. And then you have your, your friends getting into milestones as well, people you haven't seen in five, four, four, three years. You know, there's many, many things happening. And, you know, the media makes it look like the world is going to crash, what was going into a, a, a hailstone, maybe rightfully so. But the point is, us learning this thing coincided with the feeling of wrenching into an adulthood of chaos and beauty at the same time. And I think we, we, we felt that we had to stick with something along that line of that that very um, story of the Matrix and story of, of Plato as well. But what's interesting was we realized that even that story itself of the Matrix still took a view, a dichotomous view, where it was either or. Because we felt like, hang on a minute, like, I think, I think I know a bit about what the harsh reward is telling me, right? Which is, in your case, the red pill. But even that being said, I, I still have some ignorance in me that's blissful. I still have some things that I'm yet to learn. I still have some parts of me that I still hide behind because I'm just a human who is vulnerable and who is stupid, you know? And that means that even though I chase the red pill, in quotes, chase um, the harsh reality of truth, chase, chase, chase natural facts, I'll always remain ignorant in some way. You know, I would always lack knowledge because I'm not omnipresent or I'm not, I'm not an omniscient being, right? So I can't know everything. And that gave us a sense of there has to be a state in between those two states, whether it's Plato's version or the Matrix version. And that's what we called it, the yellow pill, where it's a state where we're chasing the harsh reality of life while knowing that it can, it can never really live ignorance behind and that was how the name came about and i think everything we spoke about on the podcast whether it's about grief whether it's about opposite sex friendships whether it's about um 
dealing with guilt, whether it's about um, sex, whether it's about marriage, whether it's about anything, there were always things that A, we've either experienced fully, B, we haven't, or C, we are on the journey towards there. And everything still revolves around the idea that we know, we have an idea that there's a harsher reality out there, but we still are still ignorant in some areas. And this is why we also have guests to join us and, and make sense of things as well alongside that. And even, even talking about the fact that the podcast also evolves. Like, obviously, two years ago, I was in a state of life, in which now I'm not. Toby was, which now is not. You know, we've, we've gone through relationships. We've gone through um, different financial um, stages. We've gone through different career stages. We've gone through different things with family, which means that as, you're, as you're also progressing through life stages, you're becoming a different being, a different, becoming a different person. And, and when you get to a new stage, you become a fool again because you're like, oh, I don't know about this as much as I thought I did. And then that becomes a new, you know, reality to learn. So, and then when we then get maybe in our 30s as well, we're learning things that are different as well. So this is where the yellow peel comes from. It's the idea that we can never truly leave ignorance behind, even though we chase actual, factual, harsh reality. We also believe that things that happen to us are always a matter of context. They're always a matter of gray. There's really black and white. You know, we, we also encourage a lot of speaking and talking about things that also may bother us, things that might not support our views, things that may be seen as hatred towards us. But we also believe that we have to encourage those kind of conversations because language and conversation are the only tools we have towards true freedom, whether freedom here or freedom there, whatever it is. And I think the yellow pill for us signifies all of that journey that would eventually evolve beyond where we are right now, sitting in our 20s, evolving towards 30s in the future. And we feel like the yellow pill is always relevant for that story because as we enter new chapters, new seasons that bring about new challenges, we are still chasing some answers, which will always be, because that's just life. And I just thought to make this video to explain that to everybody who might, who might care to. I've gotten this far <laughs> to the end. Um, but yeah, um, that's the yellow peel, guys. And I, and I hope that was a bit explanatory for those who may not have understood our origin story. Um, we do this podcast for, firstly, for ourselves. Secondly, for our community, you guys. And thirdly, in hopes that we can get everyone who feels this this pressure of the world, who feels this journey towards something, who, feel, who feels this tension between the red and the blue, you know, to join us on the journey as well. And I think I think only only time will tell how how much you know this this goes on for. But yeah, we honestly thank you guys so much for the support across the years, the months, um, support on the pod, on the Instagram, on everywhere. It's been a pleasure. Obviously. Trying to up this game of social media and everything, but that aside, I just thought I would show a video to almost just explain who we are and why the name we are called is not coincidental, it's not accidental, it's not random, it's actually very purposeful and it's a good reminder to us each time we talk about things on how we should be patient and view life. Take it easy, goodbye. Hey there, thanks for listening to this off-season episode of The Yellow Pill. We're still on a break, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks with new and fresh and exciting content. But before then, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Yellow Pill Pod 
and on Twitter, yellowpill underscore pod, to keep up to date with everything else we're putting up until we come back. See you next week. <laughs>